0: This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we're celebrating weddings. Three of my really good close friends... Um, one's even family member, are getting married over the course of a week and three different weddings, not all to each other. And I thought that was kind of cool. You know, you don't see a whole lot of weddings uh, this time of year. Most people are concerned with Halloween. I am not. So we're talking weddings. And so far this week, we've looked at weddings, you know, in video games, how they're kind of strange, and how weddings um, are... Really important, really, really important to a lot of movies and developments there. Today we're going to look at the role weddings play in comic books and look at some of the great ones. And it's just kind of crazy because in comics, you know, they do a lot of stuff for shock and awe that has no lasting effect. And that's going to be... Even one of the weddings we we talked about today is because it was a big thing that was all a sham. You know, they'll kill somebody and bring them back or say this is going to happen and it doesn't. And I don't know. Weddings are just something kind of different. And one thing I got to noticing is Marvel Comics makes a bigger deal about weddings and has more weddings than DC does. Really, in D.C., the two, I would say the two biggest weddings in D.C. are, of course, Superman and Lois Lane. You could argue that that's the biggest wedding in comics history. Because those two were always uh, on again, off again, will they, won't they. And they finally did. Which is awesome. Uh, Even though they tried to undo it in U-52, they ended up bringing it back. Because everybody wants to see Superman and Lois together. It just... Is something that needs to happen and is wonderful and great and one of the milestones in comics, I really feel like. The other big DC wedding is Mr. Miracle and Big Barda. When they got married, that was the end of Jack Kirby's fourth world saga. Uh, They didn't know it was going to be, but it kind of ended up being. And that's okay because it was showing that it was that eternal optimism that Kirby always had. And in their wedding, despite everything, you know, it shows that love will prevail and life goes on and everything's just wonderful. And real recently, like last year, I think it was, Tom King did his Mr. Miracle series where they had a baby. Maybe. Uh, We're waiting on the sequel to follow up and see what happens with it. So, I, uh, yeah, I'm really curious. But... Really, that's about it at DC. So today we're going to focus a lot on Marvel. Uh, Marvel is so big on weddings that they've released a trade paperback collecting some of the biggest weddings. It has like Spider-Man's wedding and all these we're going to get into in a little bit. It has like Spider-Man's and then Jean Green and Cyclops's, um, the Fantastic Four, so many great weddings in there. And the Fantastic Four was the first wedding we got, and it was back in 1965. You know, the Fantastic Four were the first family of comics, so it only seemed right that they were the first big wedding in comics, uh, and especially in Marvel. And they've been more or less happily married ever since. This is one that has stood the test of time. They have a whole family. They have two kids and go on all their adventures. And now they're back. They've been kind of brushed aside for years. It's nice to see them, you know, here doing fantastic things. Um, We talked about Spider-Man and Mary Jane's wedding. That one, I, I have opinions about it. I mean, I think much like Superman and Lois Lane, it needed to happen. It's a real important wedding. Uh, they got married back in eighty seven. But Joe rumor has it, Joe Casada, who is a great guy, awesome guy. Like I've met him, I have some of his artwork, he's a great guy. He wanted Peter to be single, so they did that whole one more day where uh Peter gave up his marriage to MJ and Mephisto erased it all from reality and it just wasn't great. You know, I, I think they should have stayed married. And recently they've kind of done some stuff and gotten, they're kind of back together and uh, really some cool things going on with them. And I hope they bring that back. It just, it needs to happen. One of the stranger weddings, I, I have to say, is the wedding of Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyme. He was Goliath at the time, not Ant Man. And it's or yellow jacket. Sorry, he was yellow jacket, and nobody knew he was Hank Pym. and he got married, and then revealed that he was Hank Pim, and really strange, really really strange. They got divorced. It just it didn't last. Uh, one of my favorite weddings growing up, and it happened before I was born. Happened back in 1974, was between. Quicksilver and Crystal of the Inhumans. You had mutants and humans, and this was before all that uh, X-Men versus Inhumans garbage that happened way back when. And it's, it was neat because you had these people from different worlds, and Crystal was so connected to the Fantastic Four. I mean, there was just... I felt like that was a good Marvel union showing... Hey, yeah, we can bring the X-Men, the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the Inhumans, everybody together, and it's okay. And I always, I always thought that was a really cool wedding, but it got annulled a while back. The Vision and Scarlet Witch was another one that saw a lot of stuff come together. And that one, they've used it to make Scarlet Witch go crazy, you know, she had fake children who then kind of turned out to be real children and she lost them and that started her slow descent into madness it was I, I, the wedding, the marriage I feel like was better for Vision's character development than it was Wanda's because it was showed him becoming more human and less machine and I think it it worked, you know and it it should have Stayed, but they got divorced, and again, Tom King told a really cool story about Vision and his wife and his kids, and Tom King's really good about that, like, taking these stories and telling the next chapter, and it works, and I love it. Before Cyclops got married to Jean when he thought Jean was dead, he married her evil clone, Madeline Pryor, and the less we say about that one, the better, actually. We'll just just skip that one. Uh, another will they won't they for so many years was Bruce Banner and Betty Ross, they almost got married two or three times before they finally tied the knot, and then Betty died, but then she didn't die; she came back, and that split you know that split them up. Uh, even the Human Torch was married, which I think it's interesting that they don't mention that a whole lot. He was married to a scroll, even so, that should have. I feel like that should be a talking point out there somewhere. Probably my favorite wedding. I can say my favorite wedding movie yesterday, but probably my favorite comic book wedding, actually not probably, I mean, without a doubt, has got to be when Cyclops and Jean Grey got married. Uh, I was a kid. I was reading comics. It was X-Men number 30, and... It was awesome, and the writing was cool. It was one of those, they're just taking a, a breath. They're taking a moment away from fighting everybody, and you got to see their day-to-day lives. And I thought, hey, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Uh, also, when Luke Cage and Jessica Jones got married back in 2006, that I felt like that was a good step for Marvel because it showed them, you know, they met, they hooked up, they had a kid together, and then they decided to get married, and they're still happily married. They're one of the biggest power couples in comics. Um, and for Jessica Jones to be a relatively new character, I mean, she debuted, what was that, 2001, 2002? I I think it's cool that they, they kept it going. Um, one of the marriages I was kind of sad to see break up, though, was when Black Panther and Storm got married. It's in 2006 also, and a lot of that, I feel like, was editorial, because that's when they were starting to kind of push the X-Men away, since they didn't have the rights to the X-Men, and I think there could have been a lot of really cool stories there that, you know, you had them be the Fantastic Four for a little bit, they took Reed and Sue's spot, and you could have done some cool things, and they just went, went away. Uh, When Northstar got married to his boyfriend Kyle, that was another huge step for Marvel Comics. You know, we had seen in the Authority a same-sex wedding, but not in uh, any major superheroes in main in the Big Two get married. So when they got married in 2012, that was a really cool, really big step forward for comics. The one that I I talked about that was a tease. Uh, it was X-Men Gold last year, year before They spent like 30 issues building up to Colossus and Shadowcat's wedding You know, they'd been in love for a long time On again, off again, will they, won't they And finally, they were going to get married And it was going to be awesome, everybody was ready for it And at the wedding, during the vows, Shadowcat phased out of existence Like, just phased away it broke my heart i was like oh no and you could see what it did to colossus cuz then after that like he became an alcoholic and everything and it, even on the cover you know it showed him it was the big wedding the wedding's coming that's what they were building up to and it didn't happen but in that same issue rogue and gambit got married they're like well hey everybody's here let's let's just do it and it worked out pretty well and then they got their own little spin-off series which is still going, I think. Mr. Miss X. But, so truth be told, I've never really been a Gambit fan. So I would have rather Colossus and Kitty get married. But it didn't happen. And that's, that's sad. And with that sadness, that's it for us today. Let me know, what's your favorite wedding in comics? Are there some DC ones I missed out on that you think are super, super important? Let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're out there and everywhere would love to hear from you. Just look for The Night Nerd. Email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.